All right, the recording is on. So welcome everyone. So please be sure you have just your mic and mute uh, as long as you're not speaking so we don't have a noise in the background. And I'm very, very pleased to welcome my very dear good friend, Steve Noble. Um, Steve, it's been such a long time. I haven't seen you. Uh, one rules here. If you are not smiling, you have to get out of the room. So that's oh. the rule here. So everyone needs to smile. <laughs> right. Cool. <laughs> um, Steve, I'm going to introduce you um, to, to the little audience. But first, thank you very much for uh, your time. I know uh, time is very important for you. So thank you so much for showing up. All of us, right? Yeah, right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Steve, we met. I believe it was 2015 in England, in London. So it's been a, a little while now. We are we, we're good friends and in touch. Steve has, uh, has been such an amazing mentor and friends and guide for me when I moved to England. Uh, I was very lost and, and he was one of the first that I um, connected with, especially with all these starseed things, because that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, Steve, you're an incredible author. Uh, your last book, The Spiritual, Spiritual Entrepreneur, correct, for Starseed, um, but mostly you have been the director of, um, uh, what was the name, Alternative in London, huh. and yeah, uh, yeah. The, this big movement for uh, Starseed and helping Starseed, leading workshops, retreats, uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, seminars in London, and working on one-on-one -on -one with this Soul Matrix uh, um, system that you created to really help star seeds to manage through uh, this crazy 3D on Earth, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is anything you would like to add to say um, for us? I remember saying to you in a cafe, uh, Ben, you have to go and find yourself. And then I, then you went off to Russia and Georgia, and you you, you went off, uh -huh. and you did it. You went off mm -hmm. to find yourself, and now you're in America finding yourself <laughs> over there. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I think it's uh, following your travels. It's brilliant what you're doing, Thank you know. You. So, yeah, fantastic. No, uh, and uh, alternatives wasn't really for star seeds. It was for spiritual seekers and light workers. Mm -hmm. I mean, at the time, we didn't really have that term star seeds. But we, cr yeah, we had, I think, um, touched about 100,000 people coming through the doors and created some great seminars. Great people came over, you know, um, mm -hmm. probably a lot of you guys have heard Joe Dispenza come over and mm -hmm. Deepak Chopra, uh, all of the kind of big names. I, I didn't say I'd liked all of them. Some of them I got to meet and I didn't really particularly like them, mm -hmm. but they were good presenters. So I thought, well, yeah. okay, you're a good presenter. But the, the ones I liked off stage and on stage, they were my favorites, of course. Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> they're, 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 I think there's a certain genuineness. If you, you know what they say, if you're in a hotel, if you want to really find out, go and ask the bellboy, you know, mm -hmm. what's really happening. And um, uh, so, yeah, I think, you know, it's interesting how people who are on that superstardom would treat people. Mm -hmm. who they might think are lower down the food chain than them, mm -hmm. you know, or and some people treat you brilliantly and beautifully, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, which is lovely. You know, yeah. I want people, it's nice to see people walk their talk, right? Not, not exactly. just say the, say the, say the, do the talk, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was a great, I was there for 13 years as a director. Uh, I didn't really know much about running a company, but I did know about channeling. So I started to ask Spirit, how do I run this company? Because it was kind of in difficulty when I took it over. It had a good reputation, but no money and bad morale. So we had to turn around no money and bad morale, which took up a couple of years. And then I just basically said to Spirit, you know, what do I do here? You know, um, and I got told, do this, do that, employ that person, go there, run that. And I just basically I just followed it. And then it worked. Mm -hmm. So when I left there, I kind of eventually, well, how do I apply it to my own business, to my own self, and my own what I'm doing? Just say yes to everything, which is what I uh, eventually did. You know, at the beginning, I, I had a bit of a resistance yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. in there, you know, because uh, I didn't really want to leave alternatives. I didn't really want to change my life. But spirit says time to change. And I didn't want to do it. Mm -hmm. So I went in a dark night of the soul for six years. And, uh, and then when I came out, my first because it was all cut off of six years of nothing no mm -hmm. connection no intuition no mm -hmm. guidance i was like my my radar i'd been switched off very difficult because i took it for granted i just thought mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, yeah and and then it switched off i'm like oh my gosh i i really took it for granted i didn't think about it yeah. and then when i woke up 
one morning uh, in 2016, a voice said to me, you know, kind of welcome back uh-huh. and uh, time to talk about star seeds and ascension. And I was like, what? I don't, that's not the voice I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear, you know, go have fun, go play, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not go and do this stuff. Uh-huh. And I spent two weeks meditating, thinking, do I really want to do I'm already weird enough. You know, it seemed mm-hmm. to be a weird spirit would say, be weirder. Mm-hmm. and you know and, and so in the end I said yes I did it and and over the last five years I've been learning well what are starseeds what are they doing what do they need what, um, uh, what help do they well, what are they here for you know what's their missions mm-hmm. all these kind of questions mm-hmm. it's kind of unraveling bit by bit I'm not saying I know all the answers but none of us know all the answers but I've got mm-hmm. some finger on it yeah it. yeah so yeah, thank you for, for this uh, little introduction. And so one of the questions that pops to me is uh, um, what's, so w- what's happening today on earth? You know, what, what are we really going through? Because it, it really seems like we are going through something, uh, all of yeah. us, and we can witness, starseed or not, people are really going through some sort of a awakening and everyone is speaking about this 3D, 5D, this shift. So, so what is that? What, what's your perspective on this? What's your insight that you have? So um, the planet, well, okay, two things. The soul is multidimensional. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, nothing makes sense. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, all the things I'm going to say, that makes no sense. You know, mm-hmm. The soul is multidimensional means that we live in many planes of existence. This is one, and there are many others. Mm-hmm. And we've had connections with other star races, other dimensions, higher vibrationally, because each dimension is separated vi- vibrationally. Mm-hmm. Um, on the planet now, we're in an interesting uh, position, really, because you have the old world, the 3D world, the hard world of the school of hard knocks, where mm-hmm. the dark have been ruling the planet for a long time, hidden in the wings, mostly mm-hmm. hidden. Uh, like the Wizard of Oz, you know that film, The Wizard of Oz, with the wizard behind the curtain pulling mm-hmm. the thing. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. then the dog goes running up and pulls the curtain, and they all see the wizard. And this is what we're in the position now of seeing the wizards behind the curtains. Mm-hmm. Most of us can see it, but of course, the I don't know, 90% of the planet can't see it because mm-hmm. they're they're not they're not looking for it. They even if they see it, they will completely. Well, I don't know what I saw. You know, I yeah, must have yeah, made yeah. a mistake or something. So the planet is shifting in vibration. It's been doing it for a while now. Uh, mm-hmm. It's accelerating over the last few, you know, few years. Uh, mm-hmm. Since 2012 accelerated, but now is really accelerating. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, all of the dark forces in the shadows are, are not hiding. They can't hide anymore. They're, they're becoming obvious. And also they're not trying to hide. They're, if anyone with eyes to see or ears to listen can see and hear, all of the media everywhere is running a script. Mm-hmm. All of the political parties are running a script. They've been given the script. Do this, mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. this. And some places may push harder. Mm-hmm. And then they're, they're, some countries are pushing it further. And some are waiting. It's the kind of push and see what works and come back and push again. Mm-hmm. So in England, we have the lockdowns and masks and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. but, and then mm-hmm. we had the mandatory vaccines for care workers and now mm-hmm. we've had mandatory vaccines for uh hospital workers and you know it's a creep creep mm-hmm. try and push as far as you can and in austria they really pushed and i think the armed forces and police kicked back and mm-hmm. so they're trying out across the planet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh so these dark forces have been rolling out this um, I, I don't know what to call it. Situation is probably the neutral word. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I used to, I, I explained it in different ways in a webinar and I had a few angry emails. Oh, how can you say these things? And so I'm a bit more careful these days about <laughs> the <Yeah>. situation <laughs> on the world is being, is being re- rolled out. It's rolled out to an agenda. Yeah. It's, and that rolling out is clever at a, in a kind of covet, cunning, intelligent level. It's clever. Mm-hmm. It's well thought out. Mm-hmm. It's not stupid. It's, it's um, and of course, some people don't believe it. And there's a brilliant video I found on YouTube called Monopoly, Who Owns the World? Mm-hmm. And in this video, it shows that every single major company in the Western world is actually owned by two corporations, Vanguard mm-hmm. and BlackRock, I think they're called. Mm-hmm. And so it's very easy to cascade to all the media, all the food, food giants, all the political parties, all the military, everything mm-hmm. is cascaded down. 
it's 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 a pyramid of control really mm-hmm. so we're in a point on the planet of the um prophecies you could say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, book of revelations is rolling yeah. out now it's yeah. rolling out now the horsemen are rolling they're they're riding on the television sets you know they're kind yeah. of hey we're here and nobody's yeah. So is it is it something that uh, um how can I say is it because you know when we look at the human design aspect and and I know you know a little bit of human design because you you know I, I really like that and uh, I also know that you you uh, enjoy astrology and you know a lot of astrology as well so is it something that that like should I say the program that we are living in is just it's doing its things and and we don't really have anything to do it will happen anyway or is it is it something that the ancient knew about it like like a like a cycle you know it's coming back to something or is it what you know what it really is because everyone is kind of like oh but that's a revelation so it's coming back again and some people are like oh no it's totally new we don't really know right but what is really happening no, there, it's, um, there are uh, galactic calendars, really, you could say, or you mm. could call it, it's not really a clock, but, you know, it, everything is, 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 is in time and space. It's not random. Uh, it's a bit like, uh, I heard it explained once, which made sense to me. Winter is ending yeah. and spring is beginning, mm-hmm. but it's very hard to predict tomorrow it's going to start shine and the day after it's hard but what Mm -hmm. we do know is the energy of winter is energy is ending and the energy of spring is beginning Mm -hmm. and all of the volatility that's happening Mm -hmm. between those two places Mm -hmm. is hard to predict Mm -hmm. and it's very volatile in the moment and the volatility comes because there's a lot of light on the planet and there's a lot of old darkness that doesn't want to let go of its control and manipulation Mm -hmm. but the light is increasing every day the light's increasing and Mm -hmm. so the volatility is getting worse Mm-hmm. And it will get worse before it gets better. This is my mm-hmm. feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're, we're looking at the dawning of a new age. The spring is is arrived on the planet, but it's not an easy. Yeah. You know, it's not easy, really. Yeah. We've got to shake off winter, and uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. and um, you know, we're 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 not completely in the spring. We're not completely out of winter. We're in that overlap. Mm-hmm. And which is why we have an increase so much control. You know, it's like there's an urge for freedom. There's this mm-hmm. big push for freedom of expression, freedom of I want to follow my life's purpose. There's a big push mm-hmm. for many people. And mm-hmm. at the same time, there's an equal and opposite mm-hmm. control. And uh, almost it's not totally, but it, it reminds me a little bit of the 1930s. You know, yeah. after the, the, the roaring 20s, you had the 30s of totalitarian fascism. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is what's starting to creep back in. Mm-hmm. And most people are not even seeing it. They're not really they're oblivious to it yeah. but i think enough people are awake to stop it it mm-hmm. will go so far and it will be stopped because um, it can't be allowed to progress too far mm-hmm. we look at it and it's you know i know a lot of people even lose hope looking at the control it's a bit like the lord of the rings you know the dark forces mm-hmm. are so big and mm-hmm. little frodo has only got his little ring mm-hmm. throwing mm-hmm. the mountain but it's mm-hmm. all these forces between him and then finally he does it it's a bit like that we feel oh my god it's so dark and so difficult and we mm-hmm. can't possibly the light can't possibly come here mm-hmm. and then it's something happens and it starts to all like a dominoes will start to fall but we're not at that domino effect yet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. coming some point i don't know when and um, wow so do you feel it, it, it's coming for all of us or like some of us won't be able to make this shift? Because when we look again on, on the human design aspect and perspective, uh, um, the human design speak about 2027, which is the oh. end of one of the cycle that we are in at the moment. And yeah. we're going to go into a new cycle. So that's kind of like what you're explaining as well. And because, you know, it's, it's 2027, it's here, it's in a few years. So we are really in this, volatile uh, transition where where we need to remove the old and to completely let go the old and embrace what is coming so is it is it kind of the same and and what do you think like everyone can go through this shift or some people may not make it well um there's a great calendar called the toltec calendar and prophecies Uh and uh they're really good because they say the end of the fifth sun the old sun the old Uh age uh-huh. which was masculine externally focused uh um began to end in 1991 july 1991 
Mm-hmm. And there's an eclipse. They always mark eclipses, and that was the beginning of the end of that, and mm-hmm. the beginning of the energy of the sixth sun, 2012. Which some pe- a lot of people were going, oh, we'll be in paradise by the uh-huh, following uh-huh. day. It was yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you really think that's going to happen? But anyway, I remember uh-huh. having a conversation with somebody going, "Are you really telling me that the day after it's all going to be paradise?" He'd be yeah. saying, "Yeah, yeah," and I'm like, "No." Yeah. It's going to take years to unravel some of this mess. So uh-huh. anyway, 2012, the, the fifth sun and the sixth sun was equal power. Uh-huh. The outgoing energy and the incoming was equal. Uh, this year, May of this year, um, there was an eclipse and the sixth sun began to really uh, m- move beyond the pull of the old sun. Mm-hmm. But I think actually they say 2027, I think it's November, there's an eclipse and they say that is the final kabang, goodbye. Oh. There's no more energy of it. Uh-huh. So yeah, we get, it's another five years, but um, yeah, yeah. And in the five years, like so much can happen because who, who, who would have thought about what happened in 2020, right? And, yeah. and like in such a year and a half, how the world have completely changed. It's, it's kind of crazy. So we still have a five years to go. Well, yeah, I think what the dark side are doing is they're creating, uh, they're creating a kind of timeline, actually, for mm-hmm. some people or timelines and those timelines mean there's a number of people on the planet who have not finished with the evolution of 3d Mm -hmm. 3d you know uh, us versus them who's to blame you know fighting Mm -hmm. the enemy Mm -hmm. patterning and Mm -hmm. all that Mm -hmm. so a number of people will follow that timeline and that timeline doesn't look very good Mm. it looks you know if you look at it 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 looks towards pointing towards global tyranny but Mm -hmm. some people want to explore global tyranny so you know enjoy Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you want to go down there have fun yeah i don't think it will be a lot of fun but go yeah yeah without us <laughs> we don't yeah, know we're we're on the ascending because uh anybody interested in following this stuff is going we're not going down that way we know where it, you know that scene in in um in the matrix where neo says stop the car yeah i want to get out and trinity yeah. goes no, Neo, you, you know where that road leads. You don't want to go down there. Mm, exactly. And he goes, okay. And he goes off and he has the bugs pulled out of him. Remember that, all uh-huh. that stuff. Uh-huh. So we're not going down. We've probably explored it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we don't want to go there again. You know, some of us may have explored it on Orion. Orion was a pretty mm-hmm. dark system for a while. Mm-hmm. And Orion, uh, I think the Matrix actually is a reflection of some of the Orion type of programming, you know. And mm-hmm. there are other, Ghost in the Shell was another one, and Star Wars. Orion was pretty heavy mm-hmm. and uh, th- we've, we've still got some of that old Orion karma and programming that some people are working out and they want to go down there and, and have fun down there, but we don't. Yeah. So we're heading for the, for the higher dimension of earth uh, to get there. I'm really not sure of all the events which are going to happen to get us there, because I think this COVID is just one event amongst and there may be a, a various events that really shake the whole planet has to be shaken up mm-hmm. strongly you know this is just mm-hmm. a little first shake you know yeah, we need yeah, yeah. more shakes to go you can't live like this anymore yeah. the planet can't sustain this way of, of being anymore you can't pollute you can't war you can't uh, you can't enslave people you know these yeah. are old programming and it has to yeah. all stop yeah, yeah so i'm not quite sure how so, it will happen yeah but, so do, do you mean do you mean that um <clears throat> When you speak about program, um, um, do you mean like we we all have to, we are like all plugged or linked into those kind of program? Because I remember when we did some work together, um, I had I had some amazing healing with you, and we were about uh, able to remove some some program which is like old limiting beliefs and, and stuff like that. So do you mean that we all have? some sort of program or we are all plugged into like a collective conscious program that is holding us or what? Yeah. Well, even just think about this lifetime. Uh-huh. Let's not think about other lifetimes. Uh-huh. You have conditioning from childhood in mm-hmm. the womb to mm-hmm. however, you know, I don't know, whatever mm-hmm. age, then you leave mm-hmm. home, but there's all this conditioning and you, we have to undo those stories, conditioning mm-hmm. belief systems. Some of them are so obvious that we can't see them. Mm. you know the, the most insidious ones we can't see mm-hmm. we go we just look at the world and go through a filter of whatever the story is and go mm-hmm. this is the way the world is until someone says hey your glasses are a little bit you know steamy or something yeah yeah and then you have yeah. to kind of wash it and you go hey i can see a new world it's uh-huh. it's changing so there's all those programs and those programs come from religion mm-hmm. 
you know, even though religion is not so strong now in the Western world, there's still a lot of religious programming there in families. And mm -hmm. uh, education is a big program, you know, lots mm -hmm. of programs in education. If you've been through the corporate world, lots of uh, programming in the corporate world, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. got to be on your desk on time, Mr. Anderson, you know, yeah. all yeah. that kind of thing. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. and then there's ancestral programming, which goes back a long, long way. And ancestral uh -huh. programming, you know, we've all been born in 3D families. None of our families probably are 5D. Maybe some of you had a 5D parent. You're very blessed if you have one. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't. My parents were were evacuated in the war, Second World War, from the Blitz. You know, Germans coming over, bombing, uh -huh. and mm -hmm. they run off. And they had program of rationing. My mother used to, till the day she died, was collecting tins of soup in the cupboard. Loads of it. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. we had to get rid of loads of these old tins. And so she had that scarcity mentality, which comes from the 50s, mm -hmm. post-war scarcity. So there's all of that. And it's not do what you love. It's do what you should do. Do what you have to mm -hmm. do. Do what you mm -hmm. must do. Mm -hmm. Do what you're duty bound to do. That's all the mm -hmm. values, you know. Mm -hmm. um, if any of you are, I mean, Tom may be kind of in that kind of bracket with me. And, um, you know, some of the younger ones will go, well, I don't really know what you mean. because, But I, I, I was born in the 50s where it was just mm -hmm. post-war, post all of the 50s. If you can think of um, the music pre Elvis Presley or whatever, and then mm -hmm. post, you know, it's a big shift to more freedom, beatniks, hippies, flower power. There was a massive shift in the 60s away from that old thing. But that mm -hmm. got crushed, you know, Vietnam War came in and all that was kind of subdued and all, all this kind of thing. So the ancestral programming goes a long way back. You know, there's, there's a lot of war in my bloodlines, you know, British mm -hmm. Empire war you know, India and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. All of that, I did an ayahuasca journey, five hours of clearing war in my energy field. I was carrying it in my field. It's not mine, it's my grandfather's. They're in, the, mm. in France fighting in trenches. Mm -hmm. There's um, bloodlines themselves go back. If you go back far enough, even the bloodlines have been interfered with or genet genetically modified by ET, mm -hmm. positive, negative influences. There's all kinds of influences. There's... Um, black magic psychic interference on bloodlines mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um, i've had clients who have um whose ancestors were slaves for example mm -hmm. and a lot of slave ancestors use black magic to attack the uh, slave owners mm -hmm. but of course if you're sending it it comes back as well mm -hmm. so it's on the bloodline whether you send it or whatever this all has to be cleared out and then you've got other lifetimes and if you're if you're someone who's at a point of, I'm going to come out the spiritual closet, I'm going to follow my heart, then you're in your unconscious mind, there may be, hey, you were burnt as a witch, you were mm -hmm. killed as a shaman, you were the Illuminati threw you in the dungeon, and you're like, I want to come out, uh, but I don't want to come out, you know, yeah, I, yeah. this is very common, uh -huh. I want to be, follow my heart, but I'm a bit scared to follow my heart, you know? mm -hmm. this is because this planet has been so dark for a long time, and we've taken on all these layers of programming, mm -hmm. so conditioning from this lifetime, ancestral programming, other lifetime, I mean, that's a lot of layers, it's layers of an onion, it's, that we're yeah, peeling, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're peeling the layers, and coming out, going, hey, I'm following my heart, I'm doing my life's mission, peeling the layers, I've been doing mm -hmm. it 30 years, I'm still peeling, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. every day, practically, there's something, there's something, that's triggered. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I remember um, Corregood, when, when I spent time with him, and I did the interview with him, he was really referring the earth as like a chicken field, that, you know, they oh. have been a kind of like growing us here, and and it's, it's such a mess and so many layers on everything that, that yeah, he was really referring the earth as a, just a, a chicken field. And, and that was... That, well, I, we're, I the rebel we're the rebel chickens. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're escaping the coop. And yeah, they yeah. don't like it. So, so you just mentioned all of that. And um, is it something, is it, yeah, is it something that people can expect actually when they start waking up? You know, having all those uh, those back and forth between I want to follow my heart, but oh, I feel I feel blocked, I feel limited, and then they are like, yeah, but I want to follow my heart. So because we can really see that even today with clients who work with me with the human design or, or some some healing, or you you may have the same with your clients, but we can really see how they have this uh, self sabotage and and they go through phases of. I'm super happy. Everything is so fine. I, yeah, they have this will, and suddenly 
we don't know why they go deep into blockages self-sabotage and and they just struggle again for another year or something like that yeah um well there's lots of interference such as um cording Mm -hmm. cords get you know there's all kinds of reasons we're corded in different Mm -hmm. places in the body you know sexually Mm -hmm. emotionally mentally Mm -hmm. spiritually we can get Mm -hmm. corded in we have to cut all those cords we can we have taken agreements Mm -hmm. with all kinds of churches and spiritual groups and spiritual leaders and um uh even people in our soul family to go and rescue them and we have got all kinds of layers of agreements we have to destroy every single agreement we come across Mm -hmm. i mean there are positive agreements Mm -hmm. but the majority of agreements we're carrying are negative Mm -hmm. um there are um psychic attack that happens we can have um openings in our energy field where things can come in you know like a mm-hmm. like a back door in your house that you don't mm-hmm. know about they have mm-hmm. to be closed and, and disappeared and sealed forever mm-hmm. there's um devices mm-hmm. alien negative alien ais there's all this kind of when when you go into the fourth fourth dimension and the upper fourth dimension things can go in your energy field you go well, what's that you can have weird stuff in your energy field mm-hmm. i'm clearing every every day i'm clearing clients and myself mm-hmm. of all this weird shit and they go i didn't know i had this stuff in my energy field mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i'm like yeah it's uh, this is part of the purging because the spiritual journey is really mostly purging mm-hmm. and then when you purge and empty you I go like oh now i know uh-huh. who i really am i know what i really feel i know what i really value what i really think what i really dream i don't mm-hmm. i don't have all these layers of stuff over it so i think most of my job is uh, is clearing uh and helping people find the core of who they truly are mm-hmm. and you know beyond all of the all of the, and then there's the other aspect of it is our ego it's another yeah. big aspect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. the ego is not one thing it's a family of beings inside of us we have this whole family of uh, energies like the child self the adolescent self the rebel self the mm-hmm. the conformist the uh, extrovert the introvert all of them the deny and, the, the whatever it is right the, yeah the denier the pleaser the yeah. achiever the smart one the, uh-huh. wow, the all, all of this ones uh-huh but what happens in, in, in I like that you I really like that you refer to the, the family you know the, the ego family yeah <laughs> because, it's a because family. I, yeah I, I often feel like I'm not the only one in my head you know it's like we many no, no. of many of us it's in many my bands head. yeah many bands yeah <laughs> and the, the family is a bit like driving a car sometimes one or two are in the driving seat and the rest are in the back seat giving advice or whatever uh-huh. and some and sometimes it changes you know if you're in a party you may be extrovert and at home you may be introvert yeah. sorry dear i didn't mean to spill the tea on the table or whatever it is and we change it it, it work we may be uh, an arrogant boss and at home we may be pliable easygoing you know it, uh-huh. different or different triggers trigger different parts of us uh-huh. but the process is of um knowing all of these parts the ones hidden and the ones who are in the driving seat embracing them all and upgrading them all to align with uh, our true self our true uh oh we have a baby joining us that's that's nice yeah <laughs> hello baby <laughs> sometimes i have cats joining me on oh, yeah. I'm like cats dogs babies they want to check me out <laughs> we have the big family then <laughs> yeah the whole family wants to come in and uh, and this is who we are because there's some spiritual parts that say go after the ego with a big knife and kill it yeah because you shouldn't have an ego but it's ridiculous it, it, you it know, really is yeah. everyone here has an ego otherwise you'll be like um uh oh well i shouldn't i can't name names but i've seen one or two spiritual teachers that seem to have destroyed their ego and uh, they've got no personality there's like nothing there apart from i mean there's nothing really there mm-hmm. and they they may think that's the object but i don't think that's the object to be yeah. completely empty so you can't feel there's anybody home yeah you know we yeah. want to align our extrovert our joyful selves our child selves with our higher self yeah. all all in alignment uh-huh. we don't want to get rid of our inner child it would uh-huh. be so boring no, no, or our sure. adolescent yeah. you know mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. naughty adolescent ben yeah. i know <laughs> you've got the naughty one know. you know me <laughs> <laughs> i've done a few yeah. rituals with ben uh i don't know if i can say the word yeah. there the mmm rituals and it was such yeah, fun yeah. Yeah, with yeah. your inner child you know and uh-huh. it's great you, you don't want to get rid of that part of you uh-huh. Uh-huh. so it's a shame that i think some people following for example the course in miracles have got the wrong idea because i think the course in miracles is not completely uh, there's some brilliant things in it but it's not completely aligned i think when it comes to the ego it talks 
about the ego in terms of the enemy. And uh, I don't see the ego as the enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are parts which are seeking to block us and resist, but mm-hmm. we don't fight them. It's a bit like throwing a five-year-old part of us out of the room that's having a tantrum. Mm-hmm. We re- embrace that part. We love it and mm-hmm. go, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. We don't throw it out where it becomes even worse. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, denial is, you know, or suppression. You know, the Catholic Church tried that with sexuality mm-hmm. and look what happened, pedophilia. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it's not a good tactic. It's not a good, yeah, no, it really, really? is not. I really like what you said about like, the spiritual journey, seeing the spiritual journey as a, like a purging, a cleansing, you know, like yeah. purging completely. I really like that. Um, I, always, I always felt it was about clearing myself completely to be able to return to the innocence. That's what really I call, you know, returning to the innocence of me and just embracing whatever is coming out of me. And, you know, if it's anger, it's anger. If it's joy, it's joy. But, but really accepting all of those parts and, and purging whatever is not serving me to really be this clear channel with, with my higher self, clear divine channel, which is what, what would be your yeah. definition of the healing path? Like, I always refer the healing path, the spiritual journey, the healing journey, more, more than, a, you know, like alignment, as you say, not, not really like, oh, I, I need to heal that because this is wrong, but mostly I just need to get back aligned with what's correct, right? Yeah, we have to heal all our feelings of um, underlying fear, underlying anger, underlying not feeling we belong not feeling mm-hmm. not feeling safe is a big one actually mm-hmm. because a lot of star seeds don't feel safe in this world and it's mm-hmm. it's it's a dangerous world 3d mm-hmm. as a dimension as a density is a dangerous world you know it's like a playground where you get kicked off the swing you know mm-hmm. and uh, but in 5d it's it's a different type of playground there's a different type of energy so as you i don't know if it's jesus the christ said it you can be in the world but not of the world so you can walk in the world but you don't have to be in the reality that most people are in you can shift the reality and you have to kind of um meet all our resistance fear helplessness powerlessness first mm-hmm. we meet it and we embrace it and we, we understand it you know if we've been killed uh burnt alive as a witch of course we may feel a little bit of anxiety about coming out we have to embrace this with kind of a bit more wisdom and compassion mm-hmm. uh we may feel um that good things don't happen to us we may fear rejection we may be the black sheep of the family or the rainbow sheep you know all of these things and all of it has to be healed we may have victim programming or martyrhood programming mm-hmm. you know i have to suffer to be loved you know people have mm-hmm. this or growth has to be done the hard way people i've mm-hmm. met believing the only real growth comes through suffering you know and mm-hmm. you know what about um expanding joy how about growing through expansion of joy they look at me like say that again yeah like they didn't compute yeah <laughs> i want more blood more nails through the palms i uh-huh. want to be up on the cross you know? uh-huh. so all of these things in ourselves we have to meet we have to meet all of our addictiveness we have to meet or anywhere our sexual energy has been hooked into and manipulated because there's a massive manipulation of sexual energy on the program everywhere mm-hmm. you look it's uh, women are objectified you know in a certain mm-hmm. way and men's energy are being hooked into women's energy are being hooked into there's you know women are mm-hmm. if women don't want to have children there's something radically wrong with them mm-hmm. but you know the planet is not like underpopulated it's it's mm-hmm. it's again a weird breeding program so there are all these things we have to meet we have to meet our trauma really Mm -hmm. trauma Mm -hmm. is a big one Mm -hmm. and we have to meet our boundaries and our lack of boundaries uh you know we have to meet our guilt and shame and anywhere that you know we've been on our knees scrubbing the floor with a toothbrush in some past life all of it we have to meet Mm -hmm. all of it and have compassion for all of it and go yeah i've been through all this stuff and now i can choose something different even though Mm -hmm. i've been through all of that Mm -hmm. in this lifetime you know and i joke with people when they when they when i say why can't you come out of the spiritual closet and they go well i'm afraid Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of what? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like the dark forces. And I say, well, look, Joe Biden and Boris Johnson is not interested in you, the Reiki healer, or you, the yeah. uh, ancestral <laughs> healer, or you, the human design. He doesn't care. If you are a, a whistleblower, then yeah, I'd be worried. But if you're not that, forget it. If Even if you're a witch, don't worry. Come out. Everyone's happy now. Everyone. Uh-huh. Uh, when, I, when I worked in the church, actually, uh, St. James's Church uh, in Alternatives, it was in the basement of the church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, I had a bit of a set to with the uh, church. Someone wrote a letter to the church complaining 
and I had to go to the church, uh, the Bishop of London's office, actually. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I had a website and looked very Wiccan and very shamanic. Yeah. And before the meeting, they got their PR person to check me out. And they, in the meeting, they said uh, they got a print out of my website and they went, what's this? <laughs> And I looked at it, so oh, internally I went, oh, shit. <laughs> Bishop of London's found me out. Now I'm a hidden yeah. witch. <laughs> so I just said to him, look, you know, um, in this day and age, I did say it to him, nobody's being burnt anymore for this kind of thing. It's a free world and all paths lead to God is my mm. view. And there's no law that says otherwise. And they kind of backed away and went, oh, okay. But I thought I, I had to change my website pretty mm-hmm. quick actually because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. um and i did i made it a bit more neutral back in those days um so yeah uh, we have to face all of it and i think when we're on the path we'll face everything i had a lot of stuff around money mm-hmm. and abundance and scarcity i had to face all of it and it got worse and so usually when we face a pattern it gets worse to get better mm. so i was like am i going to be homeless I've, I've got no money to eat this week it got that bad now I'm like in, in like golden river of flow of abundance, never experienced so much. Mm-hmm. Everything that I would be afraid of came out. Yeah. I had a terrible fear of spiders. I mean, wow. it was obsessive fear of spiders. Yeah. Uh-huh. That if there was one in the room, a little one, I'd be like, oh God, I, you know, I, I have to just, excuse me, I can't be on this call. I just have to get my partner to get rid of the spider. Uh-huh. Uh, when I started the shamanic path, I was meeting large spiders in, ter- you know, in these journeys. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know. And mm-hmm. then I, I remember being on a retreat and I went to say to the teacher, I'm meeting all these spiders and there's giant webs blocking my way. And she said, oh, yeah, go and ride on one of their backs and you'll be fine. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm you know, I'm phobic. Yeah. And she said, no, go, go. And, uh, and what I did, I went in the garden um, with a glass and I caught a little tiniest spider I could catch and put it in the glass mm-hmm, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I used to send it love every morning for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then eventually the fear started to dissolve and I could ride on the backs of the spiders. And, and now when I meet them, they're like, you know, you know, of course there are spiders, which are, are low frequency, you know, you yeah. don't want to meet them, but you, there are helpful ones as well. So, uh, you know, there are, there are all kinds of helpful beings. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very yeah. interesting. So we face everything. If we've got a yeah. fear around intimacy, or, or betrayal, you're going to meet it. It will get worse to get better. That's my experience anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't know if that sounds like the good news, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it doesn't sound so good, but I, yeah. it eventually, eventually is good. Eventually is good. Wow. Awesome. Well, thank you, Steve, for all those uh, sharings. Um, I would love to take a look on your human design charts yeah, sure. okay before, um, before we continue and before, you know, letting everyone, if, if they have questions for you and uh, maybe then we can continue to talk a little bit more about Starseed. But uh, let's, let's look at your, your design. And if uh, maybe Tom, if you would like to, um, to share anything or say something with, uh, with us as well. With, uh... So this is Steve. Steve, let me know if it's correct. And you say October uh, 6th, yeah. 1999, yeah. London. <clears throat> yeah. Up. So that's correct. Um, yeah, we have, um, we have three amazing channels here that, that we can really see. This is the intimacy, this is the channel of discovery. So really uh, going to discover, pushing into the kingdom of heaven. That's what really you have the energy for, Steve, here. It's really to push, uh, to see the tension that we have here in the world that is not working because you were born under the cross of tension and, you know, recognizing the tension and to what we have been committing or energy. Um, yeah. So we can push upwards and really reach something more beautiful. And then the channel of the beat, which is clearly the channel of the, uh, this higher self here, uh, responding mm. to life. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tom, is anything you would like to, um, to share with, with us or to uh, comment? Or... Most definitely. Before we look at the chart, let's talk about how lovely a world we'd be living in if this was the six o'clock news every evening. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because this actually is the news that is actually new, okay, and meaningful and truthful and beautiful and good. So, yeah, a four six born on the cross attention. What a lovely position. He's a provocateur extraordinaire, like myself. We're always provoking people to look for the spirit. The 38, the gate of the fighter, okay, we're going to fight to find purpose. That's stubbornness in there okay you have to be stubborn to overcome all of this ridiculous oppression that they're trying to throw at us okay 
All right. The keeper of the keys, the 14, the two. He's talking about receptivity. In order for, the, in order for possession in great measure to empower the identity and the direction of a person, it has to go through the receptive. We're becoming receptive to that which is meaningful. I appreciate what he said about the will. We are not here to be willless. We are here to align our will to the will. Okay? Keeper of the keys. Discovery. Saying yes to pushing upward into a better way. Call it heaven if you like that concept. But nonetheless, it is all about discovery of finding what the real truth is. He mentioned the idea of those who have the eyes to see. He does. Those who have the ears to hear. He does. Isn't it lovely to listen to a broadcast coming from that place rather than all the nonsense that we're talking about or, or that we're being conditioned by? You know, he's on the same page. It's like you don't all have to belong to the same organization. And this, this business of the transition that's going on is being discussed by everyone. Everyone has their own language to put to the phenomenon, but the phenomenon is happening. It's not something we have to do. It's something we simply have to be receptive to. And that's what this man is discussing. It's an incredibly beautiful thing. In intimacy, it can be on more levels than just the idea of making children. He mentioned that. Half the women in this world were never designed to have children anyway, but that was the role that was put upon them, okay? So at any rate, it's just delightful, Steve, uh, to, uh, to have this visit with you. Uh, mm. you're, you're really spot on. Yeah, you're a 50 kid. I'm a 52 kid. You're a 57 oh, right. yeah. kid. Uh, we've been around a while. You know, yeah. you got to get up pretty damn early in the morning to fool us anymore. <laughs> and, and here we have people like Ben, half our age, that's keeping up with us. It's clear that the progress is being made. We yeah. all just need to chill out, be receptive, and watch what's coming and be open to it. We don't know what it is yet. We've never lived under those circumstances. We've lived under this fear program for a long time. But the fear is going to be replaced by love. And just like light and dark, you can't have them both in the same room at the same time. You can't get where you're going if you're not willing to leave where you're at. And that's the tension this man's talking about. There's a creative tension in all of this, okay? And you can no longer sweep it under the carpet. It's so polarized. So at any rate, absolutely delightful. We should put this, we should circumvent all the uh, the news at six o'clock all over the world <laughs> and insert this in there and show people would actually see what's actually going on instead of the ridiculous nonsense they want us to believe. So mm. kudos, Steve. Really lovely to spend this time with you. And thanks Thank for you. showing up for all of us. And uh, this is a beautiful thing to see a 4-6 that's really in touch with their unconscious process. Because mm. that's where their real opportunity lies, to uncover the obscured and bring it out. And Steve, mm. you're doing a great job. Thank you very much. Oh, thanks, Tom. That's oh, nice. Thank you very much. That's nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there's so much more that could be said, but I would like everybody to have an opportunity, all of our voices together. It's not us or them. It's uh -huh. all of us. It's not winners and losers. It's nothing but winners. That's what's coming. So at any rate... That's my salvo, and it was delightful to hear the real news for a change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. It's, uh, it's always beautiful to, to hear, you know, everyone speaking their, their design and, and observing how, how this program is, is here, this system mm. for us. So, yeah, fantastic. Anything you would like to say, Steve, about that? No, it's amazing, isn't it? I'm glad I'm living true to my design. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard some people's designs when they come up with martyr heretic. I think, oh God, I'm glad I'm not a martyr heretic. I'd much rather be an opportunist uh, role More model. That's yeah, much yeah. nicer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Gree or Vilborg, Jenna or Jen, if, do you have any questions, comments, observation uh, regarding everything that Steve shared? Um, maybe if you have been uh, seeing his YouTube channel, so all you know the, the meditation that are available. So if you have any questions, uh, you know regarding the this process that Steve 
share with us or anything you would like to, uh, to say? Go real fast. I, I yeah. just thank you for sharing. Excited to now go uh, consume your content you put out in the world uh, in the way too. It just uh, first introduction to your stuff and align or connecting and aligning with so much that you said. Um, and I was also present to I'm not one that's ever liked movies, but as a child, Wizard of, Wizard of Oz was my favorite movie. Yeah. My family would like fast forward when I wasn't watching because it was so long, but it's like the only <laughs> movie I've watched on repeat. So you spoke to my heart there. I was like, maybe I've known from a little age that uh, there's something at work here. Yeah, I think movies are great metaphors for a lot of things, you know. Uh -huh. uh, actually, when I was very young, um, I remember seeing Bewitched for the first time. You remember Elizabeth Montgomery coming, wiggling her nose. And my father said, this is not suitable viewing for you. And he turned it off. And I was like, my gosh, you know, he must have known there was something weird about me. But he, try, he tried his best to stop it, but he couldn't, you know. So I use, I use the story, um, films as metaphors all the time. Because I think it's a great way of reaching people. Everyone has seen a film. You know, in Wizard of Oz, most people know Wizard mm -hmm. of Oz. So, and that classic scene with the wizard behind, you know, and, and all, I just love that old classic. The modern one is not so, not, didn't really touch me so much, but the old classics are fabulous. Yeah, mm. fabulous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Is everyone here a human design uh, trainer, facilitator? Uh, they are all, um, you know, I created this little online platform using the Mighty Network. And uh, they are all like my community people, people who are, we, we have around 70 members, but because it is like lunchtime for us in the US, so some oh, are, yeah. are working and so it's a bit difficult to catch everyone, but okay. uh, it will be put on the, on the hub that I created, but uh, everyone okay. is mostly interested in design, yeah, in the human design and they, they, they are trying to leave out, you know, from their, their strategy, authority, from out their design and, uh, and because I'm, I'm not only design i really love many different tools um so the month of december we had a different person speakers that are from my uh, my uh, network that i really appreciate they came and they share with us different different uh, information oh cool yeah no, i love the system it's such a great i came across it in the 90s richard beaumont in england was doing a mind body spirit uh, exhibition mm -hmm. and i looked at these diagrams and i thought they are too crazy i'm, I'm just not gonna because he was the editor of the kindred spirit magazine and then he went into this and uh -huh. it took me a while i was a bit resistant for a while thinking no those weird diagrams you know they should uh -huh. look a bit more pleasant you know uh -huh. Uh -huh. i'm libra and i don't like people looking like triangles so i think that put me off really just the look of it yeah <laughs> when i got into the, the you know looking into the intricacies of it it's from amazing i Oh, in Bulgaria, it's very big in Bulgaria. I had a few mm. people uh, give me readings in Bulgaria and they're really into it in a big way in Bulgaria. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I guess there are pockets here and there of people interested in it. So. Yeah, absolutely. It, it really is a fascinating system, you know, in a way um, we, could, we could say it's kind of like the, the understanding of the program that we are living in. You know, it's kind mm. of like the... the the key of the Maya that we live in, you know, so we can understand this illusion and we can recognize that those bodies that we have are some sort of a bio machine vehicle and our personality is nothing else than just, you know, passenger consciousness. So we like this passenger sitting in the body. And as you said, to, to just be receptive, to see what's coming, to align the will and to, to really be receptive and letting the body just driving us, you know, the vehicle taking us on a journey. Um, yeah. Well, so, I guess, you know, this because I'm an O blood and I, I, I follow the um, eat right for your blood type. And O blood mm -hmm. is um, the meat eaters and the hunters. Mm -hmm. And I thought, hey, mm -hmm. I'm a star seed. I shouldn't have a meat eating body. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. was vegetarian for 27 years. I was told I had mm -hmm. to stop. So now mm -hmm. I eat a little bit of organic here and there. Mm -hmm. But now I understand that actually having an O body, uh, the hunter, I'm quite strong, mm -hmm. actually. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I need to have a body that's going to keep going for a long time. And uh, mm -hmm. so there is, a, I guess, all of the programs I've chosen, mm -hmm. four, six, generator is perfect. I guess, I guess mm -hmm. great intelligence to the universe in all of mm -hmm. these areas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And being born in a working class family in, in London, I didn't like it. I, I should have been born in a, in a wealthier family and I should yeah. have gone to private <laughs> school and yeah. I, I value education. But now I look back, I think it's perfect. You know, uh -huh. if I'd have gone and been programmed through some private school and university, I'd uh -huh. have to undo a lot of, lot of it, you know, and uh -huh. uh, 
though just being like a my ex-girlfriend used to call me a hackney alley cat hackney is the kind of uh-huh. one of the parts of london which is not very wealthy she said you're uh-huh. a hackney alley cat and i said yeah <laughs> that's what i yeah. am a hackney alley yeah, cat. yeah 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 uh-huh. <laughs> oh, funny yeah yeah so i can talk hopefully in a way that's a bit more entertaining than I've seen a lot of academics speak and academics are the worst speakers for there's not very high inspiration. It's very dry and factual Mm -hmm. and boring, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not engaging. I I prefer to be engaging and I like people to be engaging. Otherwise, why would I listen to someone if they're going to bore bore me to death? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you're giving me your time and energy. I don't want to bore you. Yeah. (laughs) I have a few stories that, Come yeah. on, throw them in. Wizard of Oz, throw them in there. No, yeah, that was amazing. I mean, I'm having a good time. I don't know for the rest of you, but I'm really having a good time. So it's, it's really nice. Is anything you could, um, maybe I have a question. Is anything you could um, give us like, a, let's say maybe three steps or three things that we could um, look at it on a daily basis, you know, to maybe clean up our energy or to be aware or like three little things, you know, that, that you will recommend for, for us to be oh. mindful or to protect or, you know, something that, that, that could be yeah, relevant? Um, well, a simple thing would be in meditation to go in and ask, do I have any negative agreements with my mother line? Mm-hmm. And you have to get really clear what negative means. Mm-hmm. Negative means pointless, suffering, mm-hmm. no, you know, there's zero growth, zero, because some things we agree to and are there a point to it. Mm-hmm. So uh, the higher self would say, yeah, there's a point to keeping it. But anything that was completely pointless, keeps us in drama, suffering, just in meditation, ask, are there any agreements I have with the mother line ancestors that are negative? And if there are, show me now with scrolls. Mm-hmm. And if any appear, rip them up, throw them in the light of the sun and ask them to be destroyed, all layers, levels and dimensions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and any possibility there will be recreated then ask the same for your father line mm-hmm. then ask do i have any old religious agreements uh anywhere really any religion which is pointless mm-hmm. useless that mm-hmm. can be destroyed destroy them mm-hmm. do i have any uh, bloodline agreements with other bloodline royal aristocratic bloodlines mm-hmm. you know we used to take blood oaths before mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. i vow with blood to follow this person into battle you want and if you're any agreements like that you want to destroy any of those agreements so you want to find the process of destroying all negative agreements in any in any um dimension that could possibly touch you that from other lifetimes this lifetime that would affect you and some of those agreements could be very like i remember when i was younger i made a, i said to my mother basically when i grow up i'll buy you a house and make you happy it sounds like a childlike agreement but these agreements the unconscious takes seriously and i tried for years to try and make my depressive martyrhood mother be happy and it didn't work so i found a partner that i would work on and that the agreement just run with somebody else mm. you have to destroy all of these you know yeah, yeah. wow anything where you feel if you have children uh i i have any agree i'm i'm responsible for their happiness you know, we're not responsible for happiness of wife children we we have a responsibility of care of love but not we can't make choices for them. We can't get in their head and change their thinking. Mm-hmm. So agreements of all kinds have to be destroyed. And I know in England, I had, uh, even though I know the royal family are not really fo- totally of the light, even though people have come in which are a bit more light, mm-hmm. I still had some old programming of allegiance to them. Mm-hmm. And I had to destroy it, you know, because mm-hmm. it's deep, you know, mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. you know queen and all that That's yeah this is, anyway. this is something that is huge in america and i can see that you know i was born in france so i don't have this problem but i can see how american people are so loyal to america the flag you cannot talk bad to america you cannot do bad things to america you know it, 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 it's huge so the programming to the land is it, it's huge yeah yeah, and even the vow, I think Americans take, you know, yeah, uh, they yeah. take, people take vows and they, to, to the flag. Yeah. You have to really look at it and, uh, you know, and um, any marriage vows. Mm. If you've been divorced, destroy the marriage vows in meditation because those vows may still be hanging around in your psyche. Mm-hmm. The other thing is um, any cording with any ex, ex, sexual partners, big problem usually. Mm. Any sexual partner cut. If you've got any, if anybody's projecting sexual energy towards you, just ask to be shown and cut, mm-hmm. cut with a sword of mine, pull it out, get rid of it, seal your energy, mm-hmm. get rid of it. Um, 
what else would be a good one? Um, I Every day I make a, a grounding exercise in the crystalline grid of the earth because there's a new grid of the earth. Mm-hmm. It's a 5D crystalline grid. The old grid contains all of the old wars and history of humanity. We should not be grounding into that in meditation. We ground into the new one. A lot of people are still grounding into the old grid. So you have to say to your unconscious, not that one, the new one, the mm-hmm. higher vibrational one. Mm-hmm. And also the sun. I, I connect daily to the earth and to the sun. We should de- cut out any connection to the moon. This might be heresy to some people. Mm. But the moon is not a safe energy to connect with in meditation or magically any in any shape or form. I did a lot of shamanism and Wicca working with the moon, and I know the dangers of it. I've seen it. It's powerful, but it's, mm-hmm. it's not a clean energy. It's got lower astral gateways, and you should be careful of it. Mm-hmm. So the, the true channel of light between is the, is the sun, central sun, great central sun, mm-hmm. down to the earth star, crystalline grid, core of Gaia. That is the true channel. Do not go into these other channels. I know the Native American Indians talk about grandmother moon and all this kind of thing, but I think we have to be very careful of it mm-hmm. because uh, the moon is probably not even a real thing. It's probably an artificial satellite anyway. Corey mm-hmm. Good uh, would say that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, so, and with, I, with yeah. all the bases that are on the moon, actually, and all this, like the, the slavery that Corey was talking with me, you know, that they took children, they bring them on the moon, and then they transfer them to Mars into all those slaveries. So the moon is really, really not. It's a, part of a frequency control. Yeah, we don't one, want to tune into down. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But women may say, but what about menstruation? And I'm not saying, yeah, I can, I can feel, <laughs> what about my menstruation? <laughs> and it, it, we're not talking about the gravitational pull of the moon because we're not, you can't go and let, we're not talking about that. So yes, you may feel aligned with the gravitational pull of the moon. And that's one thing. I'm talking about working magically with the moon or working cycle, you know, doing full moon parties i mean i think putting your crystals under the film full moon is not such a bad thing who cares about that but any magical thing that involves the moon don't do it because lunacy has a reason why it's called lunacy you know there's a lunatic it's connected to the cycles of the moon when the moon is full there's a lot of weird energies that go on so we don't want to energetically be connecting in meditation to the moon you want to connect to the sun the sun is the if you think of what is the object of God in, in most cultures, the sun is the sun. The sun is the is the safest object, and beyond the sun, there's a central sun, great central sun, great great. There's a number of suns that lead back all the way back to the center of the universe, and there, that is the alignment, that is the pathway of God, really, that we follow. We don't have these moons, which are just like uh, empty rocks, you know, some sort been... of satellite. They're just satellites t- turning around, around, yeah. around, yeah. And, and uh, this is something I can't really say because I'm not a woman. I don't have a menstruation cycle. But what I've heard channels talk about and what I do believe in is that conception is a, something that can be managed consciously, that we can actually choose to conceive, choose not to conceive. And I've been practicing that for years, actually. And um, I won't go into my intimate uh, thing. But <laughs> yeah. I wanted to try it out. Is it work? Mm-hmm. And it, it does work. You know, you can. You can consciously say, I don't want to have children, or I do. And um, I remember there was a time when my ex-partner, there was a a soul wanting to come in really strongly. We were dreaming about this soul, and friends were dreaming about this soul. And I remember saying to my partner, do you want a child? And she went, that would be, yeah, it would be nice. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, alarm bells. So I really had to chat with her until she got to us. Yes, of course, she's got a child. She's she's an age where maybe... you know, she wants a, a career and she went, no, mm-hmm. actually, you're right. I don't want to mm-hmm. know. Oh, we didn't, I didn't want another child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the child went away, went somewhere else. So you wow. can actually do that. And one channel said, uh, Barbara Marciniak, which came out with some interesting stuff. Yes. Uh-huh. Barbara Marciniak said that women's menstrual cycle is naturally connected to the sun and not to the moon. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the old frequency. Now, I can't say I can hand on heart say I know anything about mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. as a possibility, I think that's something in the future. Mm-hmm. Because if you think that if a female cycle was aligned to the sun, the population of the planet wouldn't be 8 billion. You know, it would be mm-hmm. a more manageable Thing mm-hmm, really, mm-hmm, exactly. Really, you know, but is she, um, is she Barbara? Is she the, the um, woman who is channeling the Pleiad? Yeah, brings the, the Pleiad dawn, and... family yes, of life. Yes, yeah. uh, she's very into conspiracy theory these days. If you go onto a channel, she talks about Clinton and that, but I don't really uh, need to listen too much about that. But, um, yeah, yeah. 
But the early books, the first three books are brilliant. Uh, Earth, Is it the Life of the Dawn family? Yes. Life. Yeah. Okay. So I have I have the the first one I think in audio. So I will try to put it for everyone to listen because she's talking about the the living library of the Pleiad, right? Yeah. And, and she talking... kind of talks about the dark forces, the reptilian yeah, forces. Yeah. She talks about. She kind of predicted nine eleven before, way before nine eleven was happening. Mm, she mm. kind of said there are going to be events coming that you know are not going to be what it seems, you know, and. Uh, yeah. So I do have a lot of respect for her and these beings. I think there's a lot of interest now on the planet from Pleiades and other systems because we're at this nexus point of change. Yeah. You know, so uh, autos yeah. being, can we, can we consciously connect? So mostly for others, because I know this is my daily practice. I really connect every day with Octarians or Pleiadians or Blue Avians and they're really constantly connecting with them. But question for everyone, like, can we can we reach out to those beings and are they are they here to help us to support us what what's our relationship with those aliens you know so star beings star seeds on the earth plane are nomadic souls so all of you all of us are nomadic souls which means we've been we've hang out in Pleiades, we've hung out in sirius we've hung out in arcturus we've been around the block many mm -hmm. of them and we've but we have connections uh, strong quite strong connections to some of them and connections to others so the, some of us may have really strong connection to Sirius some of us may feel we have connection to Pleiades but basically we have connection to nearly all of them mm -hmm. um, so in, in, on my channel I've, I've done a lot of starseed stellar race meditations so really my attitude is try them out and one will go oh my god mm -hmm. You know, I, I did the Blu-ray transmission and after doing it, my whole body was vibrating mm -hmm. for a, mm -hmm. a week or two. Uh, that wow. was so strong for me. And so uh, it's like rather than think, well, yeah, I could be this could be that. Go and try. Try a few things and then go, oh, I really resonate with this mm -hmm. because you'll feel it in um, in your nervous system will tell you, you know, you don't mm -hmm. have to go. You don't have to think it. Your body will be like, wow, I feel alive in this one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or somehow expanded or warm mm -hmm. or light. Mm -hmm. uh, some you might feel nothing and some you may feel a bit, well, I'm not sure about them. You know? And wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think you should do. But Pleiades, most star seeds have some connection with Pleiades. So Pleiades is a good one to start because they're very intertwined with the planet. Mm -hmm. Their DNA has been here for a long time, you know, mm -hmm. before yeah. darker forces uh, got interested in us. Yeah, yeah. And then the chicken, chicken, uh, chicken, farms, chicken farms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't originally a chicken farm. We were originally a library of light. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Right back to well, that. Yeah. Wonderful. That's, that's amazing. Thank you, Steve. I really, uh, I really appreciate all of your time and your sharings. Do you guys have Thank any, you. yeah. Do you guys have any, uh, questions, comments, or observation that you would like to share? Yeah, Vilborg, yeah, you want? Oh, unmute yourself. There, I yeah, thought there I did. <laughs> um, no, I really, it was really good to hear when you talked about this the uh, uh, blood type, O blood type, because I'm O negative and, oh, uh, no. and I have tried, I have tried <laughs> not to eat meat. It doesn't uh, work for me. No. And no. And it was just so so good to hear. Yeah, okay, it's okay then. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I still do a lot of veggie, but I do go and have uh, lamb occasionally because lamb's quite a free range and organic chicken, some a little bit. Uh, I can't eat beef though, or anything like that. I still feel I can't eat beef. They're too, or, or any of the, or, or octopus. I can't, after so intelligent creature, I couldn't possibly eat something like that. Mm -hmm. But my body needs something. So, you know, bless the lambs, you know, not too mm -hmm. often, a little bit here and there. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I was vegetarian for 27 years, a long time. So, mm -hmm. but I, yeah, not, not anymore. So, oh. more of pescatarian now these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, anyone else would like to, uh, to add or say something? And uh, Steve, how are you feeling? Are you feeling good? Yeah, going to go out and eat soon. Uh, Christmas yeah. is here. We've got our we're going to our favorite uh, plant-based restaurant. They do amazing. Are you in London? At Brighton. The moment? Brighton. Are you in Brighton? Yeah, yeah. How do you enjoy being in Brighton? Ah, oh, we're thirty seconds from the sea. The sea air blows. Oh. Uh, all the cobwebs and all of that stuff away and uh yeah. uh you so know. much better than being in a, in london yeah right? yeah 
so much better. And uh, there's lots of cool things in Brighton. It's very alternative. It's the gay capital of England. Mm. That, because mm-hmm. that means there's a lot of alternative stuff going to go on. And mm-hmm. people are pretty pretty um liberal in a place like this because of that anyway you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I, there's ozone therapies down the road there's mm-hmm. cranial over there we went for a flotation tank me and my partner both of us in a big flotation tank oh that's cool yeah, yeah. Uh, what else do we do we all yeah all of the possible alternative therapies here to keep us going you know keep my body going yeah, going yeah oh so life isn't so bad in england after all no and i have four grandkids now they come down granddad yeah, yeah, yeah. we want to go yeah, swimming yeah. okay let's go <laughs> but not in this not this weather i'm not the wim hof method i can't yeah, do yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. i'm not i'm not into cold sea i've got friends who dump jump in in this mm-hmm. freezing i just think they're mental even in in summertime it's freezing so going in a, in a winter <laughs> i cannot even imagine you know <laughs> I know. No, it's too cold. We have been in this year a couple of times, two or three times yeah, swimming. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I went for a scuba recently. Oh. And that was like, yeah, that was amazing. That was good, Breathing yeah. underwater with the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. So yeah, I'm exploring and still keeping alive, you know, doing, mm-hmm. trying to grow, do new things. Mm-hmm. Going nice. to see Matrix 4 with my son, hopefully in a week's time. I think it's coming out uh, tomorrow and I'm very excited to... Uh to see what 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 they're having up to and how, how yeah. it will be yeah i hope it's not disappointing june was interesting as well the oh. film june if you like ah. sci-fi that was an interesting one i haven't a seen lot that. of orion uh, stuff there as well i think oh a lot of that old interesting stuff. yeah betrayal and yeah yeah all, yeah. Oh. all right well um steve thank you very much again that was thank really you nice guys. uh having you connecting with you so thank you for your time um i yeah. really hope uh, that next year i will be able to fly overseas again because as you said i love what you just said like i'm a nomad you know and my mind i always have been trying my ego always have been trying to find a, a home base and roots but yeah 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 i yeah. really like love going around this planet and just you have uh, to do some of those rituals again where you are those uh magic you know what mitral rituals yeah, yeah magic yeah. m rituals you know yeah absolutely fabulous. i will uh you're I, a genius of it thank you thank you i do some <laughs> of them i do i do here you know and <laughs> here and here you know in the u.s i do uh, people really enjoy that but uh, if i come back to europe for sure we'll do more okay lots of love to you all lots of love to you steve thank you so much thank you for all of you to being here and uh maybe see you next year maybe we do an, another thing next year at some point Okay, let's love everyone. Let's happy Christmas. Happy solstice. Yeah, happy Thanks solstice. Thanks, Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Thank you.